Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to All Autism Talk, connecting the autism community one podcast at a time. Our show offers a friendly conversation with inspiring individuals in the autism community. All Autism Talk is brought to you by the Learn It family of companies, including Autism Spectrum Therapies, Trellis Services, and Desert Choice Schools, helping all children succeed in school and life. Now, here is your host, Rob Haupt. Hey, everybody. Welcome to All Autism Talk. I'm your host, Rob Haupt. Um, I am Vice President at Autism Spectrum Therapies. We're an organization that's been providing um, services to individuals with autism across the country for the last 15 years. You know, as return listeners know, I'm an ABA guy, and that's that's really the primary of what um, AST does in terms of our therapy model. and so as we get into the, today's conversation, I think we're going to you know, drift away a little bit from the ABA side of things and, and look at kind of more of a, a personal, more of a human side of things. Um, you know, today I'm really excited to be rejoined by a guest of ours from a few years back um, who's going to check in and fill us in on what he's been doing. Um, today I'm joined by Matt Fuller. <laughs> And he's the uh, executive producer of a really great documentary who we talked to uh, back in 2012, 2013, called Autism and Love. Uh, Matt began his career as an independent filmmaker by directing and producing the feature-length documentary, Autism and Love, which premiered in 2015 at the Tribeca Film Festival and since has been the recipient of the 2015 Warsaw Film Festival Audience Award. 2015 Mammoth Lakes Film Festival Jury Prize and the 2016 Peak Award. Autism and Love made its broadcast premiere on PBS's Independent Lens and is now available on Netflix, iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. Matt, welcome to the show. It's great to have you back. Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here talking to you today. So, um, you know, I was really excited when I heard you were going to be back on the show. You know, I know a lot has kind of gone on in in your world. You, you know, you were working the last time we talked to you. You guys were still working on Autism and Love. And um, you've got a bunch of, you know, really interesting projects coming up. But I was kind of hoping to maybe pick up a, a little bit where we left off. Like, since we spoke to you, you know, it's been a couple of years now, um, the, the documentary, it, you guys raised the money you needed to raise, you you've you, completed filming, you put it all together. Um, so it, it's out there and, and people, I know a lot of people have seen it, Like, what has the response been to the documentary? Yeah, great question. You're, you're right. I think last time we spoke, we were, we were just getting into the beginning stages of, of actually making the film. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think one of the things we probably talked about at that point is that um, when you're making an independent film, particularly, it's so speculative, right? You put all this blood, sweat, and tears into to making a film that you hope someday uh, is going to get out there and have a life of its own and, and people are going to respond to. Um, and so, yeah, we, we went ahead and made the film and, and we premiered it uh, for the public at the 2015 Tribeca Film Festival, um, which was a, a, just a great opportunity for us because it brought in a lot of kind of influencers and, and key figures in the, the film uh, taste world, so to speak, who were able to see the film for the first time and respond to it. And uh, it was kind of a magical experience, I think, for everybody involved in the project because we, we were received with really positive reviews. 
um, you know, from film critics, but also from the autism community. It was it was really an amazing experience to share the film um, in that space with with everyone who had been kind of championing us all along. And so since the premiere at the festival, we partnered with um, PBS's Independent Lens uh, and were Mm -hmm. able to get a broadcast premiere of the film in early January of 2016. And then in April of this year, 2016, um, the film went live on Netflix streaming platform. And, you know, again, when when you're making something like this, you're sort of releasing it for the world to see and react to in, in whatever way they may, and we've just been so fortunate to get such a gracious, positive response from from just about everybody. Um, And it's been really wonderful. I still, you know, the film, like I mentioned, is on Netflix, and I probably get a dozen emails a week from people all across the country who sort of stumble upon the film on Netflix, watch it, and just feel uh, so many things about it, But, but the primary message seems to be that they're inspired that we've given a voice to voices that have not been heard before. And so it's it's been a really wonderful experience to get the film out there and share it with the world. It was, it was amazing for me. I was sitting on my couch one day and I was just scrolling through Netflix and I saw it and I I had this like moment of just like, it was just like, you know, really kind of inspired by you guys because I, I remember talking to you guys were in fundraising mode and now I see this film on Netflix and, you know, what you described is what, what I've experienced. You know, the Autism Society of Los Angeles was, was a very early supporter of, of your film and, and yes. has continued to be one. And, you know, I hear that same response. This represents me or this represents my son. And, um, and exactly like you said, like, my son can't express all of these things, but this documentary is expressing what he feels and what he thinks. And so it was just kind of this, like, really cool moment just you know just from talking to you really from that for that hour and and getting to know some of these families from the from the asla it was just it was really cool like i i kind of i can only imagine the sense of accomplishment that was for you and your team and, and all who worked on it yeah well thank you very much it, it certainly a deep sense of accomplishment and you know of course we wouldn't have gotten down this road if it weren't for your support and the support of the rest of the autism community um, at large. And so it's something we're very proud of both, you know, personally, professionally, and then just kind of on a community level. Um, There's a big sense of pride in finally having the film completed and out there for the world to see. That's awesome. And, and by the way, just to throw it out there, I, I, you know, I remember, um, seen it and I and I remember your original trailer because like I said the first time we were talking you know you had your original trailer that was part of the fundraising and I went to your website or the film's website um, the other day to prepare for our our conversation um, because I wanted to see like all the different festivals it had been at and I knew I had won some awards um, and so I wanted to see what you know where those were and um, I took a second because it's been a while, and I rewatched the trailer. And that just that even that two and a half minute trailer you guys have on the website, it's just like I got choked up that the, the things you guys are talking about and some of those little clips there. It I I know people who I've worked with, and you know our goals in our therapy has been. I want a girlfriend. You know, I have one, one person in mind in particular, like that was his motivation for everything. Why do I need to work on this? Because it's going to help you get a girlfriend. Okay. I'm in. Like that is his whole thinking. And, and I, it's one of the things I love about this guy. Cause he's, 
you know, he really has these great goals in mind for himself. And so I'm watching this trailer, and, and I felt the same way when I watched the, the film. You know, his, he's not the most articulate person. He can't always express all these things. But as you said, like, I was thinking, like, this is him. You know, this, these are his hopes. These are his desires. Um, and just the, the last clip, that last moment on the trailer itself um, was kind of spoke to me more than anything else. And it was a moment of silence, but you could just, you know, if you, see, you see his eyes. And, yeah. uh, and it was just like that great reminder of, you know, the, the people I work with, what's going on, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, what they can say, what they can't say, but how much they can say without the words. And it was just, um, you know, I, I wanted to make sure we took a couple of minutes because, you know, it's been so long since we spoke. Uh, I think you guys have done something amazing. And, and I think um, it's something that, you know, I, I would love to see more and more people watch because whether you've been on the spectrum or you're reading these articles, I think you gave a perspective and your team gave a perspective that we I very rarely hear and, and I'm in the community, I'm in the service, you know, industry providing this treatment and, and I don't hear it that much. So, um, again, congratulations to you guys. It was, it was, it's been, it was great. Well, thank you so much. You know, it's, as you're remarking here, it's, you're, you're touching on a lot of the things that we really did hope come through with the film and, and really in essence that, that is that we are more similar than we are different. Although people uh-huh. on the spectrum may have some unique challenges, um, the things you're yeah. describing with your client, it, those pursuits and those, those desires are things that I think we all have in common. So if nothing else, we hope that that's what the, the film reminds us of. Yeah. Um, you, you've, you've got some new stuff going on, though, and, and I'm kind of excited to talk about it because, you know, you're, you're going to do some more things within the world of autism. Um, so, so tell us about, you know, what's, What's on the horizon for you? Yeah, great question. So, you know, as as the the film has taken its own life and and sort of been in the world and and gone to these film festivals and had its premieres, we uh, were approached by a production company um, that ha- that is primarily uh, focused in the nonfiction TV space, um, mm-hmm. and they'd seen the film and thought that there was an opportunity to continue to tell these stories in an episodic uh, format. And so, you know, we, we as a team were really interested in this idea and the opportunity to continue to tell stories in this space and kind of elaborate on some of the things that the film did, did well. Um, but, of course, our, our trepidation was that we, we, we wanted to make sure everything that was working in the film would work in whatever subsequent projects we kind of entertained the idea of. And for us, it was, it was important to maintain the authentic voice that we felt the film created um, and mm-hmm. to treat all of our subjects and, and this conversation with integrity and authenticity. And so we, uh, we were able to find a production company to partner with that, uh, you know, had the same perspective on what um, a TV show based on this documentary could be. Um, and, and very recently, I'm pleased to report, we have partnered with MTV to make uh, a documentary series version of um, Autism and Love. So it's essentially the idea for the show is it's, it's the same concept. The concepts um, my producing partner, Dr. Ira Heilville, came up with. Um, and, you know, we'll be exploring more stories about people on the spectrum uh, pursuing and managing romantic relationships. 
Um, you know, as we have this conversation today, the project is very new, and as many projects in, in television and, and filmmaking are um, in the infancy, and there's no guarantee that the show will actually go to series or be on the air, but we're working closely with our partners and, and the network to make sure that that does happen. Um, so as we speak today, we're actually very actively looking for uh, potential participants in the show. Um, it's a really exciting part of the process. You know, we we learned a lot from making the feature-length documentary, and I think maybe the, the chief lesson there is that uh, there's so much diversity um, on the spectrum and in romance that you really need more than a single movie to explore as much as we would like to explore. Um, you and I both know about, you know, the, the diversity on the spectrum, and it's. Okay. We feel like there's there's a lot more ground that we could cover in that space, and um, you know, also the idea of exploring um, a cast that is a little bit more diverse in their backgrounds and in their pursuits. So I'm I'm really excited about the opportunity, and I can't wait to kind of uh, get underway with the project. And it's it just feels like this wonderful opportunity that. We didn't see coming, but has presented itself to us, and, and we're eager to move forward with. You know, I, when I when I heard about the the partnership and that MTV was the the, the channel or, or the network you guys were were working with, you know, I, I got kind of excited. And I know that sounds kind of weird. Like I'm I'm in my late 30s, and and you know, MTV to me, you know, typically meant uh, more music videos than than some of the uh, the shows that they put on now, but. I've talked about on our show a few times. They did a great special on their True Life series a number of years ago on autism. And they did an hour profiling three different kids. And I remember thinking this was one of the best views, you know, visions into these teenagers that I've seen of autism. You know, it, it showed the good and the bad. And it showed some stuff that, it felt really very real to me in that, like, mm -hmm. wow, some of the discussions they're having, you know, I haven't seen that on some other documentaries. I haven't seen that on, you know, some of the fictional stuff out there. And so, you know, I got excited because I was thinking, wow, like, from a, from a creative point of view, from the ability to tell the story with the integrity that you guys did the, the film it feels like a great partnership. Like it seems like a place where you can really tell a good story and get to a great audience because, you know, I, I, I'm assuming I'm really, in many ways, not your audience. It's, it's getting to the, telling the story of a 17 year old to another 17 year old to help open up those, those eyes as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, I, I grew up on MTV and have been a fan of the network for a long time. And, uh, you know, the, some of the work they've done over the years, I think, is, has been really breathtaking. Particularly, you mentioned the, the kind of True Life series, which has been around for a long time, but really offering an, own, uh, an honest and open point of view into subjects and communities that haven't been discussed. And we felt like this fell right into that camp. You know, the, the word authenticity has been one we've used regularly in conversations um, in the development of the project, and it, it's the word that everybody seems to agree on. So we're, we're really excited yeah. about the partnership and, and the possibilities for the show. Yeah, you, you mentioned that you're looking for, for you know, I guess, I don't know if you use this word, but the word to mind casting for, for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how, how do you go about doing that? Like, this, this feels like... Um, you know, I think we all have our, our sense of what casting looks like when you go to like an audition and you're reading for a script and you go out and you're going for a TV show or a movie or whatever. You know, this feels really different. Is there, 
you know, do you look for someone like a specific type of person? Is it really just getting a really wide um, scope of lots of different people on the spectrum? Like, what? How does that kind of work, and what does that look like? Yeah, <clears throat> it's a great question. And you know, the word we are calling this a casting process, although it's a little bit of a a misnomer in that um, I would say it's more uh, gauging interest and in, in interviewing potential collaborators for the project. You know, when you're, quote, casting for uh, a documentary series, really what you're doing is um, investigating who uh, is available, who might be interested in sharing their point of view, opening up their lives for the camera, um, and and discussing some things that, you know, ultimately can be very personal and and uh, kind of invasive. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's about finding who uh, is out there. And then once you understand who's out there and available to potentially collaborate, it's about finding the right juxtaposition. Um, you know, again, as to serve that idea of diversity and really paint a complete um, portrait of, of the conversation we're trying to convey. So, um, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, Productions are often um, there are parameters that are set forward primarily driven by budget or just pragmatic um, necessities. And so, right now, the way we're casting is we're we're looking for subjects who are you know just in the Southern California region, um, and that's primarily because our production is going to be based here. Um, this is where the network is based, and so we'll be able to put forth the most amount of resources if geographically everybody is sort of clumped together, so to speak. So it's it's a, an amazing process. Again, we've just kind of started this. We're working with a very talented casting team. Uh, and, you know, just as we found with the documentary, um, so is with the show, that the the autism community has been really warm and embracing um, of, of the project or the, the prospect of the project. One of the things we've been really keen to make sure we, we do is, as, uh, you know, the project moves along as we – we want someone or perhaps a few people on our team behind the scenes who are folks who are on the spectrum and can serve as consultants. You know, we, we want to make sure that um, we're doing everything we can to be respectful, honorable, and, and again, authentic to the perspective of those on the spectrum. Um, and, you know, I keep using this word diversity, but it's really important to us that we find people who are uh, affected by autism in, in very different ways um, and also come from very different backgrounds. So that's sort of the casting process for us in a nutshell. Again, it's it's in the infancy and it's growing and, and we're excited about moving it forward, but I think it's presented a lot of opportunity so far. You know, you mentioned the uh, people in, impacted by autism in different ways. You know, one of the things that immediately came to mind for me is it would be really interesting um, you know, having this type of show, as you said, you get to see a broader spectrum of people, a broader spectrum of perspectives. Um, you know, having seeing more insight into the um, individuals on the spectrum who are communicating through um, alternative means. You know, whether it be a voice output device, um, picture exchange, etc. You know, I, I find. And maybe I'm maybe this is also swayed by I really like that show on ABC Speechless. Um, I think mm. you know it does a good job of I, I've told my wife I, I can relate to um, to the, the aide Kenneth because you know there's there's certain aspects to to me early in my career where like I I had that job like I I had that job I did that type of work 
I felt like I was the voice for an individual for a long time. Um, so that side of things like speaks to me. It's that this person has a voice, but they're silent and, you know, those types of things. So I, I think that would be a really cool thing to see. I, I'm, I'm kind of excited and I've noticed more and more in, in I think, documentaries or in the news or in articles, we're starting to see more and more of that population getting represented. I agree. And, you know, that's, that's the key word is representation and, and offering more of it is really one of our yeah. agendas. And I think it's such an exciting, uh, exciting conversation to start and, and perspective to share. And it's, you know, really fascinating. I'm hoping that we're able to open that up for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, are you thinking about, you know, when I think about this, you, you were mentioning episodic before, is the, and, and this may be too early on in the process, are you guys thinking like each week there's a different person highlighted, or is it more of an ongoing, each week we follow the story of like multiple different people and their stories progress week to week to week? Yeah. You know, it's a decision that hasn't been made yet. Um, okay. And, you know, I, I imagine it's it's imminent before the show goes to series, of course, it would be a decision that's sure. made. My, my perspective generally is that I, I prefer to spend more time um, with a, a particular group of individuals uh, yeah. versus, you know, moving from one to the next. I Just as, a, as an audience member, I think that that tends to breed a deeper sense of intimacy and connectedness to the person on the screen. And so, um, that's, that's always my instinct, but, um, you know, the, the decision will be made once we get the kind of cast in place and make some more concrete decisions about the show. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, and going back, I don't know, um, you know, kind of going back to the perspective question and, and the representation question, um, you know, is there anything that, you know, you, you went through this experience of autism and love, and, and we're talking about expanding the perspective. You know, I, I kind of mentioned uh, a perspective or, uh, that I, you know, have really responded to and want to see more representation. Have you guys seen anything? Is there anything that you kind of now that, now that you know, it almost feels like you have like another, another go around it, you know, you, you have the chance to expand it. Are there things that you or your team have kind of looked at to say, you know, this is a perspective we weren't able to show last time, but we're really hoping to show this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can I can only you know speak for for my sensibilities in this arena, but I, yeah. I think you hit on on one that's really important, and that's um, alternative means of communication. You know, I, um, folks on the spectrum who are severely impacted in their ability to speak and, and may use letterboard or touch typing or something to that effect to communicate. That's that's an important perspective that I would like to understand more deeply myself and get to know someone who um, you know, communicates that way. So I, I think that that's a big component of it. Now, you know, but beyond that, I just think that there is so much nuance to, um, to the spectrum. I would like to find just, just a wider variance of um, how folks are affected by it and some of the you know, unique challenges that are presented um, in each of their lives and, and have a have a deeper understanding of that. And beyond that, I think, um, you know, I, I mentioned different backgrounds. I think it's important to have um, ethnic diversity in the conversation that we continue. You know, uh, one of the criticisms that I think is fair about the, the film is that, you know, it's predominantly um, uh, Caucasian cast, an entirely Caucasian cast. And, uh, you know, that was, of course, unintentional, but I, I think it's important to represent minorities um, in the conversation that we continue with the show. So that, that seems to be yeah. an important part of it. You know, 
I, you mentioned that, and I also think to myself, you know, again, it's been spending the last 13 years here in Southern California. You know, it, it's it's such a diverse community. You know, you can be in one part of LA, but you're like, I can be in one part of LA, you can be in the other part of LA, and we're in completely different worlds. Like, it's, yes. it's actually one of the things I love about LA. So mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, I think that's kind of an interesting thing, like you're saying, too. It's like not just it, the geographic diversity could be really interesting, too, because um, having served people all across Southern California, like there is a lot of diversity across the, the, south, the southern part of the state. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, you know, socioeconomic diversity, geographic. Um, I'd I'd like to hear more from the LGBTQ community. Um, Mm. Those folks are on the spectrum. There's so there's a lot of opportunity to explore places that we we haven't gone before. And I think that's where the power of the show lies. The ability to. I I would find that, you know, I hadn't even thought about that, but that would be, I think, fascinating to really explore Mm -hmm. that because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I have I have worked um, with individuals on the spectrum who have identified themselves as as gay, and it's um, as a provider, it it you know in in some ways it provides presents its own challenges. It it, it provi- presents certain things that probably shouldn't be a challenge, but maybe them for me. So like that could be that would be fascinating. I, I think mm-hmm. that would be amazing mm-hmm. that exposure too. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, concurrent to the shifting social landscape of, of the country that we're experiencing right now. I think it's all very relevant and topical conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, are you, is there, when you're, when you're doing something like this, is, is age, you know, how much of a factor is like the individual with age is, um, you know, it's younger people yeah, we're looking for older people. How does that work for you guys? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a really good question. I mean, you know, in this initial onset, um, you know, we talked a lot about MTV and their sort of yeah. core demographic. I I I think that the space that we're focusing, at least for the moment, is in the the kind of coming of age chapter of one's life. So that sort of eighteen to twenty five year old um, person who's you know leaving. Childhood, leaving adolescence, and moving into adulthood—that's um, the space that we're focusing on for the moment. And you know, I, I'm excited about it because it's so rich with with change. That's that's the heart yeah. of good storytelling—is watching change happen. And there's just so much change and shifting baked into somebody's life. Um, you know, when you're kind of moving through those years, that I think it promises a lot of uh, interesting narrative for the show. So that's the space yeah. we're looking at right now. Gotcha. Really, I mean that that makes that makes perfect sense, and, and I, I think that probably can relate to, and I think any of us can relate to that. Like, because I I I immediately think to um, even before you started to say that that age range, I was thinking college. Like, that's when you kind of learn mm-hmm. so much. Like, be mm-hmm. to be in the dorm room, to be away from home, to start experiencing those relationships. I mean, yes. as as cheesy as it is, like I met my wife in college. Like, I we've been together for for 15 years and uh you know we met at a college party in our yeah. little like dorm area and it's you know it's kind of it's kind of cheeky like cheesy and old-fashioned but like that is when so much of <laughs> many of us we experience our first loves our first you know um experiences relationship-wise sexually and and all of that is part of that coming of age that we can all relate to 
Yeah, there are so many seminal moments that, that happen in that space in one's life. I, I relate to it personally, you know, and I think when I look at peers and, and a lot of the folks I've spoken to who are on the spectrum, it's yeah. there is just so much change that's happening. You're, you're leaving kind of childhood and entering into adulthood, and that's, that's tough no matter where you come from or where you're going. There's inevitable challenges that are in there, and, you know, as romance uh, kind of shows up in your life at that place, there are a lot of questions you need to answer and and you know you're you're still sculpting yourself um as an adult and so it's a really interesting time in in everybody's life and so uh, yeah, it's an exciting space to explore well i mean i think i think this sounds like another great venture for you i i think this is going to be really interesting i i as i mentioned like mtv is still a bit of a guilty pleasure for me i i still have a couple <laughs> of shows that i find there that i'm like yeah check that out like <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out there. I find that catfish show like addictive. Like I see it on and I like, just get sucked in. And and I think to myself, you know, it's. It, I think so many things. I, I I feel bad. I I think it's fascinating because I'm not like the most online person. So developing those relationships, but <laughs> not to get too carried away in a tangent. Um, I'm excited. I think, you know, with what you guys have done up until now and, and getting to see some of that authenticity that we, that we were talking about before, I think this is a really cool project to, to get to see and, and to learn more about these different perspectives. Um, how do, Thanks. you know, you mentioned you're in this early phase. How do people find out more about this? You know, we're, we're in Southern California, both of us. You know, a lot of our listeners are in Southern California. Like, how do people learn more about this to see if maybe this is something that's right for them? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, the, the the best way is to reach out to our casting team, and that can be okay. done by emailing autisminlovecasting at gmail.com. Okay. Um, and that's a link we have live on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash autisminlove. Um, and, and Facebook is generally a pretty good um, hub to stay connected with us and what's happening with the project and the sort of changes that are happening. So either of those spaces are great places for someone who may be interested in either learning more about the project or thinks that they may be interested in participating and having a conversation about that. Um, those are great places to get in touch. Awesome. That is that is that's so great. I'm really excited. I think this is going to be like a re- another really interesting thing to see and to just you know, like we've talked about, like, hear some new voices and some new perspectives because uh, yeah. it'll definitely be cool to hear them. Absolutely. And, Rob, thank you so much for your, your kind words and your support. And um, can't wait to continue to share the project with you and, and keep in touch as it rolls along. Oh, oh please do. I, you know, I, I will be one of those people on watching on MTV, you know, downloading <laughs> and if, uh, if I need to because uh, it, is, it is funny to be able to be like, yes, everything's online now, and I can watch this little episode and get caught up. So it'll be <laughs> It'll be fun to follow it. Yes, yes, I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you, Matt. It's great having you. Thank you, Rob, for having me. It was wonderful chatting with you. Again, I appreciate all of your support and kind words, and um, looking forward to talking to you again soon. All right. Sounds great. Take care. Well, thank you all for being here. I, I think today was was just a great conversation. You know, as as I said before, I really like autism love. I think Matt and his team did a great job on the film. There's there's a lot to it that um, really you know, speaks to a side of autism, a side of at least the people I know on the spectrum and I work with on the spectrum that doesn't get out there too much. And, you know, we've had a few guests on the spectrum before 
speak about some of these same issues, some of the same things, love, um, wanting relationships. Um, and I think to an extent, you know, even friendships and, and really deep friendships also um, apply to all of this. Um, and so I think it's really cool that Matt is putting forward this this other opportunity and these, these other voices out there because some of the criticisms he discussed, I think, are, are right on. Um, you know, one of the things that I've been really impressed and surprised, impressed, um, you know, rethinking on my own side also is, is some of the responses from, from everyone out there, you know, as even before I started speaking to Matt and, and especially since, um, we've, we've recorded this and now kind of putting everything together, there's been a lot of uh, responses on Facebook from everyone out there. Some of them really pro Matt and autism and love and his project with MTV. Some of them asking some questions about just, um, you know, how are the the subjects of the film being treated? Are they paid? Are they volunteer? What is the exposure they get? How do they sign up for this? Is that the right way, the wrong way? And I think what's been really interesting about this is, you know, none of us have all the answers. None of us know everything. We're all kind of coming at this from our little, kind of our little sphere, our little, you know, silo of things. And what's really nice about getting to talk to someone like Matt, get this dialogue going, is to be able to say, um, you know, here's your piece, here's my piece, here's this other person's piece. Let's start putting them together and kind of understand how all this works, you know, how, how this should work. Um, you know, as I, as I said a number of times through the, the show, um, I know people from Autism and Love, from some of the subjects. I know some of the people who were kind of subject matter experts that they looked to as advisors, and they couldn't speak highly enough about about Matt, his team, the project, what the outcomes were. Um, I even know some folks who have done documentaries with MTV. Um, the True Life I've talked about a few times. I, I know one of the people involved with that, and, and you have a lot of really positive things being said about both of those experiences. Um, but that's only one perspective. That's only one voice. And it's nice that we're able to come together, um, share some of these perspectives and get the different voices out there, not just as it relates to how all of these different people feel about love, but you know, how we feel about the making of a film or how we feel about this subject being out there in the community. And so I think, you know, as we keep giving, um, each voice, it's, it's opportunity to speak up. You know, we got to remember about that next one and the next one, and the next one. So I hope all of you guys um, have enjoyed this show. I know, as I said, I, I love talking to Matt, and I and I have really been impressed by, you know, the quality of the work that they've put up on the screen. Um, and so, you know, we'll keep this dialogue going. Hope all of you guys have a great week, great weekend, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode of All Autism Talk. For additional information and resources about autism, visit www.learnitsystems.org backslash family. Know an inspiring group or individual we should talk to? We would love to hear more from you at moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. Want to hear more? Listen to previous episodes at www.allautismtalk.com. All Autism Talk, connecting the autism community one podcast at a time.